Hi. Thanks for coming. Hey girl. Thanks for coming. Oh, All right, you guys. Well, hello and welcome back to a nice bi-weekly episode. Hey, we just had so much going on this week that we just wanted to come back and talk to you even more because Mama Roo dropped a big bomb on us. So, of course, we had to uh, come back and talk to you guys about this. Yes, bombs are dropped. Yesterday, the news dropped that we're going to have this bonus holiday special competition thingy-majig. Oh, my God. <laughs> yes. I already got my sleigh bells ready, girl. <laughs> yes, Mama Roo. <laughs> it's exciting. Yeah, girl. I hope you guys enjoyed our main episode in which we talked about addiction, uh, which was inspired by the movie Beautiful Boy starring Timothy Chalamet. And I hope you guys enjoyed our Thanks for Coming News segment where we featured one of our gal pals, the Will Jameson. Thanks again for coming on the show, Queen. Yes, thank you. Much love for always supporting us and dropping gems with your feedback and notes and trade. (laughs) Yeah, we loved your trade. (laughs) All right, well, let's move on to the start of the show in which I wanted to talk to you guys about the Queen movie Bohemian Rhapsody because I just saw that last night on November 1st and I loved it. (laughs) This movie looks pretty epic. Um, I've been a fan of Queen since I would say age 14 and on. I kind of stumbled upon their music. I think mom had like a cassette and I just put this in like, what is this? And of course it was Bohemian Rhapsody and um, you know, the rest is history, but this movie looks really cool. Yeah. looks like super awesome. Great music. Yeah. I'm really excited too. Like I grew up listening to a lot of classic rock because that's what my parents listened to. So Mm -hmm. I definitely grew up listening to Queen a lot. So I'm just like really excited to see it It just looks really good yeah it was amazing and without going into too many details or spoilers because i know you haven't seen it and probably a lot of people who are listening haven't seen it yet because it just came out i just wanted to basically bring it up because a freddie mercury is a gay icon i mean he's iconic i have just been such a big fan of freddie mercury like i mean i'm a big fan of like a lot of like these superstars but for me like freddie mercury david bowie those are probably like my top two like favorite like queer artists I guess you would say and uh, for Freddie Mercury like what Stoney said my parents like played a lot of classic rock in the car so that's how I learned Queen in college I took a class about the history of rock and roll so I was like was reintroduced at that point and then like even fell deeper into the Queen hole at that point (laughs) (laughs) I remember like our friend um, Ashley Ordner Hildebrandt. Is it hyphenated? I think it's hyphenated. I believe so. Yeah, she she doesn't listen to this, but we're gonna name drop her anyways. <laughs> <laughs> but I remember so many days like coming to and from like marching band, like we would just blast Queen and just like scream and like yell loudly and act silly and just get weird looks from people <laughs> driving around us. <laughs> <laughs> That's definitely good music to do that too. 
<laughs> it really is. Um, and then also, I think it was maybe one or two years ago, I went and saw Queen with um, Adam Lambert, who was fronting the band. You know, it was no Freddie Mercury, but he has like a very similar vocal range and style, you know, a very similar aesthetic. He fits really well into that band. And it was so cool to get to see Queen. So then now seeing this biopic there's a movie about the band and and freddie is just so good rami malik playing freddie mercury is so good he really like encompasses his attitude he seems like it just from the trailer i'm really excited to see the movie he i thought that he was pretty damn sexy since he made a cameo and um twilight (laughs) but Yeah. yeah i'm excited to see him take on a bigger role i feel like he's one of those actors that you know he finally deserves this big splash so i can't wait to see what he does with it definitely and i know one of the big criticisms that made me nervous before seeing the movie was that there was not enough queerness and that there was it wasn't like gritty enough for people and it was like kind of making it too shiny or you know because he of like his drug fueled parties and stuff like that but Mm -hmm. i mean to me all that was in there i mean it was all in there and i don't think it was like censored or uh you know i mean i don't need to see him having sex with a man like to know that you know it's implied in the movie and they don't show really sex with a woman in the movie either it's like implied sex yeah and the fans know the story so you don't really need to go into all of that right and then uh people were like oh it's not like historically accurate it's like well the movie is not a documentary so it's right you know (laughs) that always drives me crazy about reviews in general is like people will find whatever reason to dislike something Like, I don't know. Mm -hmm. To me, it's like, just judge it based off like the pace of the movie. But if you're going to like say like, oh, well, it's not like accurate or something. It's like, well, was it supposed to be like 100% accurate or was it supposed to be a made for like entertainment viewing? Right. (laughs) That's exactly it. What's the intention of the film? And are you reaching? Because we think you are. (laughs) Right. And the movie made me feel something so... You know, it made me feel a lot of things and it made me love Freddie more um, <laughs> if, if that was even possible. <laughs> but like so so the fact that it's not in order, I it didn't offend me at all. I knew it wasn't going to be a documentary. It's more sensationalized because it's a movie for all the people that are reading reviews. Don't worry about it. Go see the movie. You're going to love it. And if you do see the movie, tweet us. Let us know you saw it. I'll probably be creeping on you guys trying to <laughs> to see if you guys have seen it so I can talk to somebody about it. We'll go soon. We promise. Yeah, we're going to go see it. I'm super pumped about it. So yeah, maybe we'll do a mini sode like we did with The Star is Born. Yes, yes. I'm into that. So uh, to move on from here, we did record a couple stories uh, a few days ago. So we're going to insert those stories right here (laughs) we have a couple stories for you uh the first one i'm sure stony will find very exciting (laughs) so it was announced i think today or somewhat recently that valentina will be starring in fox's live musical version of rent Oh, what? What? Who's she playing? I think she would probably would be playing Angel. Okay. 
Okay. I would imagine. <laughs> well, this is great. Yeah, news. no, that makes sense. That makes sense. I don't really like musicals and I've never seen Rent, but good for Valentina. I don't know why oh my, my mind just went to like Mimi. I was like, oh no, this bitch isn't. Because, you know, I stand for Rent. I've seen it live twice. Yeah, I've seen it on Broadway twice and uh, at IU, the auditorium once. Uh, I bet so many gays just like gay gasped when you said you didn't see rent like you've never seen it before listen i I have i like once a week i have a show tune broadway moment and rent is always my go-to and then you know hamilton maybe some wicked um once upon a mattress for those of you classic queens um (laughs) yeah yeah i just don't watch things like that not like any shade or anything it's just not my cup of tea this is true um no shade well but yeah good for so her. also in the musical is vanessa hudgens and she will be playing maureen so that sounds interesting Ooh, that is interesting this is different for vanessa there also in the musical is like the singer tanache i probably per- butchered her name oh but shit is she playing mimi popular uh, she will be playing Mimi. Yes, <laughs> Tanache. Tanache. Sorry, I ruined it. I'm sure. <laughs> okay, she has some bops. If you haven't heard her music, she's pretty decent. I think that she could do that justice. We'll see. Sorry, I'm trying to see which person that Valentina will be playing. I wish I could control Alt Find. See, I told you you should have left those fucking red M and M's alone. You can't even scroll through your phone. I know. My hands are so sticky and red. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Oh, Valentina will be playing Angel Dumont Chouinard. Yes. (laughs) Oh, this. Okay. So this is artistically challenging. I wonder how she'll do. I'm confident she'll do well. I'm confident. I mean, Angel's a pretty like integral part. I mean... Not sh- not because of uh, HIV, but I am excited to see Valentina die. So I, I hope mean, um, she remembers all of her no words. No spoiler. I mean, all spoilers. She, you mean <laughs> she better learn the words? Yeah. What if she's like singing her song? She's like, I'd rather keep this on, please. Ah, <laughs> oh, shit. They're it like, just better not happen during Santa Fe. She's like I'll the whole die. musical. I'll be wearing this mask. I hope that's okay. Everyone's like, why, girl? <laughs> but um, yeah, I knew Stoney would be super excited. Um, That's I'm not cool. sure when that will happen, but we'll definitely make Stoney watch Rent for the first time, I'm sure. Yeah, we'll have to watch that and maybe do a mini-sode on it. Yeah, I'm definitely down. Hopefully Stoney will enjoy it. I think he will. Yeah, I guess I'll watch it. I don't know. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> you just like only watch the Valentina parts and then you just fast forward through the rest. Yeah. Can I just get the YouTube I'm like, on Valentina the market version? for dates to go to live shows. <laughs> Uh-oh. I'm looking for Valentina to do a backflip because that's what Angel does in the movie. So hopefully she doesn't hurt herself. Oh, she's practicing her back handsprings and tucks. Yeah, I'm. Well, I think she's already good at tucking. 
I walked right into that <laughs> one. But um bum ching. So the other story that I wanted to talk about just briefly and not get too into it is the um the horrible story uh coming out of Pittsburgh where the um Jewish congregation they were shot up by a terrorist, by mm-hmm. a United States citizen, yes. a white male. And so I thought it was, I know it's not necessarily specifically relating to, to the gays, but you know, for me, it really was important because I am Jewish. So yeah, I don't know anyone in Pittsburgh that would be affected by that, but my thoughts definitely are with you guys. And it was really sad to read this story because it was just all these like older Jewish people, you know, these probably that are pillars of, you know, the Jewish people in their communities. Yep. Mm -hmm. And one of the people that was shot and killed was a 97 year old Holocaust survivor. So yeah, I read that that. really hit like that was really crazy, you know, in the United States that, you know, still these people, you know, that were in the Holocaust are still facing death as a Jewish person. Yeah, it's just really crazy. This resonated with me as well, because, you know, I have very close um, friends that are part of the Jewish community and you know, um, a while back that church in South Carolina was shot up. It's like, these are supposed to be places of worship and safety and this is what happens. And, you know, people are quick to profile somebody, but you know, here we are hashtag, not all white people, but crazy white dude just went up and shot these people who are minding their own business. And for what, you know? Yeah. It's terrible. I mean, yeah, I'm just, it, oh, go ahead. Well, I was just going to say, you know, in this situation, it was Jewish people, but like the situation like that Jamal was bringing up, it was in the South and it was um, black for black people, you know, so it's not, not only were they there just to, you know, it was Bible practice study. their faith. Yeah. And, but, you know, there also there was the whole race aspect of it, too, which was, I think, more of the motivating situation in that story. Mm-hmm. And similar to the synagogue um, scenario, you know, if you go back to the Holocaust, people were basically dying because they were Jewish. So, you know, this guy met the end of his days. It's a very sick, twisted ending, you know, for a similar yeah. reason. Yeah, and I just, I think it's, like, it's just gotten so, I don't know, I guess, like, it's just gotten, people have just gotten so crazy. They've lost their minds. Like, I don't understand what's going on in this country, but everyone has become so radicalized, and they're so violent, and I don't know if it's, like, you know, mental health or what's going on, but people just need to calm down and, like... I just feel like, you know, it's scary anymore to like leave our house and go places. Like, I don't really think about it that much, but like, it's just the thought that there's just people out there that are out there to basically just shoot up whatever group they deem like not, yeah, you know, on their side or whatever. And we'll see what kind of story. I mean, I think for the most part, the stories I've been reading have been similar to thoughts that we've had, but, you know, pay attention to the publications and the sources you read for the news because Trayvon Martin was portrayed as a criminal when he was just minding his own business. And then, you know, these guys that go out here and shoot up movie theaters and churches, you know, they want to, the news wants to, 
discuss what their favorite fucking hobbies were and shit. So um, if you right. read anything like that, I don't give a shit what this bastard was into. Don't read that story. Yeah. Don't give them your clicks. Yeah. And, and like also too with the uh, the gentleman who was murdered in his own apartment, they tried to villainize him because he, I think because he had weed in his apartment. I'm like, girl. Yeah. It was like, that was his apartment. Yeah. Like, fuck you. It was his apartment. <laughs> so you're telling me he wanted to smoke weed safely in his own apartment? Like, holy crap. Like, let's, let's, he's obviously a horrible person. Like, come yeah, on. Yeah, this chick busted that? through the door because she wasn't getting the D anymore. She was thirsty. Yeah, something, this crazy lady. I don't know. Anyways. Sorry. <laughs> But yeah, I know it kind of, we got like all sorts of like sort of branched off into all sorts of related topics, but yeah, definitely we're in a crazy time right now. Also in um, Brazil, I know they just elected a very anti LGBT leader. Yeah, he is uh, a proud homophobe. Those are his words. Yeah. Didn't he, he said something like he would rather like kill his son than have a gay son or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. It's very dark. So our thoughts are with you, Brazil. Everybody just be safe out there. Take care of each other. Be very aware of your surroundings. Please, please, please be safe. Definitely. All right. Hopefully you guys enjoyed those stories. We're back to present time again now. <laughs> well, <laughs> more present than when we recorded. <laughs> it's a time machine podcast. <laughs> it is. We've traveled through all sorts of time and space. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. To enter the time warp, you just do a nice crispy death drop and you're on your way. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. So now we're going to get into the meat of the episode. If uh, if you aren't satisfied with the appetizers that you've received, we're going to talk about this crazy special extravaganza that Mama Roo has thrown at us. It is called a Holla Slay Spectacular. Yes, I'm so ready for it. <laughs> oh my God. I was so pumped to hear this news. I was so excited because I love Christmas specials. <laughs> and what's better than a Christmas special with drag queens? <laughs> Amen. Y'all know I don't uh, stand for Christmas, but this is the one Christmas special I am so excited to like watch this season. <laughs> yeah, you know, Stoney's already trying to get me to put up the Christmas tree and decorations and shit. I just took down the Halloween co- um, decorations, so... Um, The only thing I'm going to be prepping for is a special. No tree placement quite yet. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. What you can't see is Stoney's actually drinking eggnog right now. And he's got like the little mustache around his mouth. (laughs) Yeah. I'm drinking eggnog and I'm wrapped around like a Christmas sweater. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) It lights up too. It's kind of obnoxious. (laughs) (laughs) I go right from Halloween straight into Christmas. (laughs) She's one of those. <laughs> She's basically Target. <laughs> oh yeah, girl, the new um the new Starbucks cups came out. Have we heard about anyone like being super mad about them yet? Not yet, but I did notice it today. The red cups. There's several oh. different ones. I'll have to get on mm-hmm. Twitter to see who's ones. bitching about it. <laughs> yeah, there's a variety. I haven't got to see all the detail, but the buzz is there. Yeah, I saw a funny like fake story about like the satanic one and it's like a, a green cup with like a pentagram on it. 
<laughs> it looks sort of like one of the other designs that they have so it's like kind of believable looking <laughs> i think i saw that cup in the um chilling adventures of sabrina oh yeah oh god girl i'm so obsessed with that show that's a whole we other to... yeah. yeah that's a whole other thing maybe like once we finish the season we can do like a recap of that like just a general talk about the season or something yeah that sounds that good. would be cool but anyways we're here for our queens a different kind of queen than we started the show with these are drag queens yes mama so what we're gonna do is we're gonna go down the list of the eight queens that will be on this special and we'll just kind of give our thoughts about them and then uh hopefully we can just do that quickly so if this doesn't like involve into a major like whole entire podcast (laughs) (laughs) we've had some practice we'll see how we do we're gonna release a separate (laughs) episode for each queen and (laughs) analyze a detailed analysis of their chances (laughs) yeah we've actually gotten a copy of ben de la creme's book from all stars and so we're gonna use ben's data to analyze where we think (laughs) the queens will place (laughs) it's actually the burn book (laughs) Yeah, girl. (laughs) We've created a forecasted model. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. Well, I think we should just start with uh, maybe the most controversial pick because supposedly the queens included in this uh, special are fan favorites. So Mm -hmm. let's start with a controversial one. Is she a fan favorite? Eureka (sighs) O'Hara. Yeah, so definitely love-hate relationship with Queen Eureka. I have supported Eureka in the past. I still support her, um, given everything that has happened in the past. We've talked about it on our earlier episodes. You know, I think she's grown from that. She's kind of shown growth and become like a very professional, quaffed queen. So I'm excited to see what the Elephant Queen has to bring. I... Don't hate Eureka. I'll say that from the get-go. However, (laughs) I am not excited really to see her because she has been on the last two seasons. Like, I could (laughs) have had a break from her for a while. That's true. I'll give you that. Like, it definitely feels like Eureka overload, so I hope she brings it. Yeah, so that's all I'm going to (laughs) say. Yeah, I think I agree with Stoney, and that's just where I'm going to leave my talk on on Eureka. (laughs) Um... (laughs) So next on the list is someone I'm real excited for, Miss Jasmine Masters. You know, I wasn't really sure. Like, I think in the initial season with Jasmine, I wasn't quite sure how I felt. Like, it was just like, damn, she's a lot. (laughs) But in the off seasons, you know, Jasmine's definitely turned into a social media star. Like, she knows her brand. She knows her fan base, and it's entertaining as fuck. So I'm excited to see Miss Queen Jasmine back on the screen. Yeah, I'm here for this because it's like basically Jasmine is like turned into this like meme queen on the internet, yes. and like all the other queens like just kind of like spar with her all the time. So I think it's this is a <laughs> brilliant idea like to put her on something like this because it's just a special. It's not like we're you know a using her for like, season. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I mean, so many of the queens from season seven have like blossomed after their season, like Trixie, for example, and Katya. And speaking of Katya, actually, if I listened to Jasmine Master, she was recently on uh, Katya's podcast, Whimsically Volatile. And I just like fell in love with her all over again. She's so hilarious. 
I need to listen to that episode. I listen to Miss um, Katya's podcast sporadically. Girl, listen to Jasmine Masters at least because that was hilarious. I was like dying within the first like 20 minutes that Jasmine was on there. I was like, all right, this is why she's a star. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Maybe tomorrow while I'm at the gym and hopefully the leg press machine doesn't crush me if I'm like dying of laughter. We'll keep our fingers crossed for you. <laughs> uh next on the list is miss kim chi miss two left feet <laughs> <laughs> yeah this is gonna be interesting we'll get more into about um you know how the show will be structured we've got a, a slight detail on what's gonna go on but <laughs> miss two left feet is definitely it of course she's this like a look be a queen challenge for her <laughs> yeah i could be a challenge because kimchi always serves looks you know very 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 fabulous and um, magical makeup if you will so we'll see if she if she can dance yeah <laughs> yeah i think that i think this is a good one i'm excited to see her though because i mean what was she on like season was she season nine Season eight, eight. I think. eight. Season with eight. Bob. Okay, Bob. Mm-hmm. Okay, so yeah, it's been a while. It's been a minute since we saw uh, Kim Chi, so I'm ready to see her again. Yeah. Also, I really love um, Kim Chi's friendship with Naomi, and then also with Pearl. I like watching their stories when those three or like various the combinations of them are together yeah i do too i really enjoy that because you know naomi is one of my faves i saw kimchi on twitter is like super rude and i love it (laughs) (laughs) you would queen troll (laughs) yeah it's because she's a queen troll (laughs) like valentina (laughs) yeah (laughs) oh tangent did you see valentina's fucking aja halloween costume yes i saw that and aja was next to her like but Aja was dressed up as Valentina, I think. Okay, so was it planned? I was like, look at this shady bitch. <laughs> no, I think they planned it because they were dressed as each other. Okay, good. But um, all right, so moving on from Miss Kimchi, we have Latrice Royale. She's chunky yet funky. Yes, I'm so excited about this. As we know, like, you know, Latrice is probably going to be on All Stars 4. But, you know, a little taste, a little appetizer of the queen. I'm here for it. We saw her live together and she just snatched all of our wigs. Yeah. Yeah. I can. I'm here for Latrice being on the special. It's been a while again since we've seen her. So well deserved. Yeah. Yeah. I would suspect her to be like top three. I don't know. But we can get there another day. (laughs) I don't know. We'll get into that today. Um, Next is another person I'm super excited to see because I don't feel like we got to see her full potential is Mayhem Miller. You guys, it is Miller time. Yes, Mayhem. Um, Mayhem had to grow on me. She won that first challenge where she had that really cute like leather look with all the gloves on her season. And, you know, she stole my heart that way. But I definitely feel like we were robbed of time with Mayhem. So I'm pumped to see what she brings to the table because, you know, she's fired up. Yeah, I'm also excited too. I think, you know, I was expecting a lot out of her on her season and I was kind of disappointed um, with like how yeah. she went out. Because she, especially she came out so strong, but kind of faded away. So I think this will be fun to see her. Definitely. Next on our list is 
Sonique, who I am super excited for. I forget. I think she was on one of the first three seasons, but I forget which one. However, I do remember being a massive fan of her. And this is kind of an interesting pick because Sonique is a trans queen, which Rue has been recently criticized for not having trans queens or bio queens on her show. Yeah, that's true. Now, I'm not terribly familiar with Sonique, but I know bits and pieces. I did know that she was a trans queen. So, um, you know, really, you know, this has been controversial with RuPaul and the fans. You know, Ru doesn't really speak on the fan base and how they can kind of judge the queens that come on the show. Um, so I'm I'm interested to see what all of you Ru fans out there, how you review Miss Sonique. And All I will say is let's keep an open mind, kids. Yeah, she might surprise you guys. That's right. That's right. She might pull a rabbit out of the hat or two or three. So buckle up. Yeah, I didn't actually, I didn't remember her either, but I I just looked it up on my phone and she was season two. But (laughs) um, I am excited though, because I, I, some of these like earlier queens, I forget like, cause it's been so long since I've seen their, their seasons. They were the lower budget seasons yes. before it was a huge platform. So I was like, to me, this is exciting just because like, I was happy like when Tatiana came back and, uh, was it, uh, Morgan, Morgan yeah. Michaels, yeah. Morgan yeah. Michaels. McMichaels. Yeah. Um, so I was excited to see them back s- to give them like a chance to be a, like when RuPaul's Drag Race is more popular. Mm-hmm. So I think this is a good like something good. Yeah. The reason I remembered Sonique is because I was crushing on Sonique during season two. <laughs> so like in addition to her like awesome performances, I was like, OK, girl, like you're cute. Um, but other than that, like what Stoney said, it's exciting to let these queens have a glow up. I mean, Tatiana had a glow up and she like kind of grew a bigger audience. And so I hope that Mm -hmm. happens for Sonique also. All right. So we're getting to the last two and these last two, maybe, uh, no, we won't talk about them together. We'll talk about them separately and we'll start with Miss Shangela Laquifa Watley. (laughs) Yes. The star is born actress will return Starring to your screen. In, yes, with Lady Gaga and Bradley Cooper and Willem. <laughs> yes, and Willem. A Star is Born. If all if you have not seen that movie yet, you've been living under a rock, but you know, yeah, they're what little kind of cameos. That's right. You're you're threatened. You're threatened, shaken in your boots because you're going to lose that little gay glittery card of yours if you don't go see that movie ASAP. <laughs> um, yeah, wow. so Shangela, I'm super pumped to see again because I'm a Shangela fan now. I've been converted. Um, yeah. So. Well, we've known he- <laughs> since the All-Star season. She can. She's a top contender. Like, you know, the comp aspect is there. And you know, there's going to be the whole, we're not going to talk about them together, but there's going to be like that kind of feud feel, hopefully not between the Queens for real. I doubt it. But the fans are going to be looking at what she does with the others in the lineup. Yeah. And I think it's very interesting that this announcement came after our podcast last week on Halloween where we did a tarot reading and I forget the card name, but Jamal drew the four of wands, I believe. And that basically said that Shangela was going to win. So maybe the tarots were right and we were not analyzing her proper time period on RuPaul. 
Holy shit. That's right. That's a great note. I actually wrote that down in my phone notes. It was the four of wands. I'll post a picture later. Sorry, I'm slacking. But um, yeah, it means completion. You know, she's reached her goal. So maybe that's what's coming. Girl, it's a Christmas miracle. <laughs> <laughs> you guys... If she wins, you know Satan rigged this game. <laughs> yes, Satan is listening to our podcast. <laughs> yes, well, I did see someone in hell was listening, but I just figured that was me, so. <laughs> Not today, Satan. Satan's like, oh, I love that card. Let's see what we can do about oh. that. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I imagine, like, gay Satan. <laughs> Ooh, yes. <laughs> oh, yes, Shangela. Work, girl. anyways um so last but definitely not least uh her current reigning trixie mattel yes queen trixie what an interesting mix of queens you know um i'm getting bb zahara vibes with the trixie placement here you know let's put a winner in the mix just to see how the queens fare and see like if the current reigning you know, it's a little different because she's current reigning All-Stars Queen. Let's see how she fares in a another yeah. competition, a different kind of stage. You know, though, like, I, so I guess first off, I am super pumped to see Trixie. Like, I think it's awesome. Like, she's hilarious no matter Aww. what show she's doing. <laughs> um, but I thought it would have been cool if they would put Katya on because we've never seen Trixie and Katya on, like, the TV show together. Mm-hmm. So I'd be like, that would be cool Ooh. if they were on there together at the same time. Yeah. Well, but... you know, this was probably filmed when Katya was still in retirement. Oh, I guess that's true. Yeah. So maybe next Christmas or I don't know, maybe they'll do like a Hanukkah special. I just, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What the hell? Like they should have done a Hanukkah special. Eight Queens, eight nights of Hanukkah. I mean, this is purely racist, obviously. <laughs> Uh, well, you know, I feel like we're definitely not, we're going to see more of Katya. We're not done seeing her. She just needed her little vacation and she'll be back. I'm really pumped to see Trixie. Of course, she's always a favorite of mine. I am very interested to see the kind of Trixie Shangela dynamic. I don't think there will be any drama, but if there is drama, they're going to play it up for the fans because, you know, the fans created all that shit. (laughs) Oh yeah, absolutely. I'm sure. What do you guys think is going to like be the format? Because we it's really one just one special. So, you know, we're going from eight queens to one in, in one night. <laughs> yeah, I was wondering that, too, like because I was thinking, is it more going to just be like a supersized episode? So maybe it's like, is it going to be like two hours and they're just going to do like a musical and then crown a winner? Well, the Entertainment know. Weekly article, it, it reads, Structured similar to standard installment of Drag Race, the holiday special will include a series of performances choreographed by Todrick Hall, who will also be a judge on the special, along with Michelle Visage and Ross. So a series mm. of performances. I wonder if it's just kind of going to be like mini challenges, but they're going to have to throw acts together that's and perform. It. See, I feel like it's just going to be like watching an episode, except the winner of the episode will be like, you're the Christmas queen or whatever, or the, you know, the most Christmassy yeah. queen. Mm-hmm. Um, or is it going to be Queens voting Queens off like all stars? Oh, they can't do that know. for Christmas. Can they? 
They can't do that for one episode, right? That's no. just rude. I, I mean, like that's how Shangela didn't They just win. need to go to the regular <laughs> format. Like, this is not, like, that hard. Just have, like, just do the regular panel and yes. have Rue pick the winner. Yeah, definitely. And I'm excited to see if Todrick and Eureka get into it at all because this is a dancing competition and they kind of got into it on um the last season 10. And, uh-huh. you know, we'll see. <laughs> yeah, hopefully well, she's over, too, like... Right? Um, was that Adam? No, never mind. Sorry. That was Adam Lambert. <laughs> yeah, that was... No, no, no. Let me see. It was Eureka and Kimchi, I know, was struggling with the dancing, so... Yeah. Kimchi's not a dancing queen, so that we'll see I don't how this mean plays to out. laugh. I just think it's so cute. <laughs> People who can't dance are just so cute. <laughs> no, Kimchi. Your other left. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so it's going to be a varsity panel of judges. If you think about it at this point, Todrick's been around pretty regularly. Him and Rue are Mm -hmm. pretty close. So it's not going to be any guest judges, just family. So we'll see how the judging goes. Hopefully it's traditional format. I think Carson Kressley is also one of the judges too with them. Oh, is he? That would make sense. And maybe Ross Matthews. I forget. I don't know. Ross and Michelle for sure. Oh, okay. Maybe I'm lying. (laughs) Well, I do that a lot, so it makes sense. <laughs> I'm just going off of the Entertainment Weekly article. I would not be shocked if Carson Kressley was there. He's definitely, you know, varsity judging panel. Yeah. Yeah, they're all really fun to watch on the judging table. Just as long as they don't bring back, like, Santino Rice, I'm cool. Yeah, girl, he's not coming back. <laughs> we can do girl. without that, for sure. He, Him and Merle do their own judging panel, and there's nobody there. <laughs> <laughs> Bye, queen. <laughs> Sorry, girl. <laughs> well, um, is there anything else that we should bring up before we wrap up this episode, queen? No, um, I think, you know, we're coming up on our year. You know, when we decided to start the podcast, it was right around Thanksgiving time, like November. So I can't believe it's like already been a year since the idea, which means here in a couple months, we're going to be celebrating our first birthday. So just be looking out for things coming your way with that. Absolutely. And make sure that you guys tweet us. Let us know who you're excited to see on Christmas. Uh, Slay something. (laughs) I don't forget. (laughs) Hollis Slay Spectacular, darling. Hollis. Too many many puns. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) The Haunted Hill Hollis Slay. Oh, don't Uh, you start. Hollis Slay on the Hill House Haunted. (laughs) I don't remember, no. girl. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, so hopefully you guys, um, you know, enjoy all the topics we talked about. Tweet us and let us know who you're excited to see. Uh, let us know what we are uh, getting right and what we're getting wrong. What you want us to talk about. You know, let me know what you had for breakfast. Um <laughs> All of that. Are you out of clean underwear? Yeah. Is it laundry day? Let us know at TFC Pod tell, on tell Twitter. Tell us everything, like literally everything <laughs> you do in your life. Yeah, if you guys can just live tweet your days, <laughs> that would be great. Because I really need to keep myself busy more. <laughs> yes, and please start sending in your trade as well. We want to have some fun with that. Male, female, we don't care. Send it in. Yes, bitch. All right, you guys. Well, we hope you enjoyed this Wednesday episode. We are ready to holla slay in about a month. And until next week, bye. Bye.